to launch number one, the show of Positivity Unleashed by Lisa McFadden, who is a 10-year dog rescue, senior dog hospice and rehabilitation behavioralist trainer. She is everything about animals, their health and well-being. She is the chief dog lover at Sweet Pompey's. And I am so excited to be talking with you. Thank you. I'm Sharon G. We are friends. We sing together. We do. And we also are fellow animal lovers and just compassionate people that want to make a difference. You can find me with my band. I am the founder of Slushbox, and I am also a creativity consultant, creative process activator, and I love and I help people support them with their voices, with bringing out their creative process, especially if they let it be dormant for some years or if they don't even know what it is, you would come to see Sharon G. But for right now, this is about positivity unleashed. Yes. And actually... There's someone I forgot to introduce. It is Gabriel is with us today. Lisa, <laughs> maybe you can let us know what's going on with Gabriel today. Well, he, our guest Gabriel today. Um, so he was hit by a car on the 405 freeway. Um, I guess it was early October. And um, so the, the animal control officer, because of his massive injuries, assumed he was he was passed. So he had put him in a bag, and then he was driving him to the shelter, and the bag started moving. So the the animal um, control officer is very religious, and and he called him Gabriel. He said he's an angel. And um, quite shortly after that, I got notified. Um, I usually get notified of pretty extreme cases, either rehabilitation or or seniors mm. that uh, senior dogs that need to be, um, you know have a nice home because there's a lot of people that are actually dumping senior dogs. Um, sometimes it's mm. not just because they want to, it's, it's due to the extreme financial, um, you know, the cost of caring for an older dog today, which is one of the things we're going to talk about and trying mm. to, you know, find solutions for that. So I, I got the call. <laughs> and of course, it was after I said, I can't do no more right now. But um, I got in the car, of course, and drove. I got to him 15 minutes before he was euthanized. Um, he Gabriel, was lucky yes. dog. I looked at him. Sense. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, so he <laughs> he was actually losing consciousness in the car. It was a 45 minute drive traffic. So um, I at first I thought he, you know, thought I was going to be a little crazy because I was like, don't go to sleep, Gabriel. I was screaming at him. I was singing at him. I was like, stay awake. Mm. Um, got him to the vet. Um, vet couldn't believe that he actually survived. Um, taken so many x-rays. His bladder had burst. Um, his hip, shoulder, legs broken. Um, but this is this is something I want to talk about is the village that we have there. Yes. And in, in, you hear a lot of negative things, but there is such a village in Los Angeles, especially of people that will step up, that will care, will donate money. If it's not money, it's time. And that village came together for him. Um, incredible Rescue Belushas Foundation stepped up, Hope for Paws, who people no hope for pause. They've been doing amazing work for years. And um, 
bunch of other people donate here, donate there, and um, we made it happen. So his very expensive wow. surgeries were completely paid for. Bravo! And, and I and he's sleeping. Am I boring you, Gabriel? Um, he's like, I'm over that. That's an old story. This Are you is telling not that? the news story? But um, amazingly, I had the honor of 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 bringing him to and from the surgeries and and caring for him. He had to remain basically in traction. Um, several medications, the surgeries were extensive. And um, as of a week ago, he's 100%. He's 100%. Like it's, he's a miracle. This is um, a miracle. It's, and these are, there's so many more of these stories. And, <sighs> and I want to feature one of these stories every week because they inspire me. This this is why I do what I do. Um, and the great news is that mm -hmm. he has the most magnificent family that is going to adopt him. You adopt them out too. Yes. You find new homes. Yes, I do. Because or else you would have a... <laughs> Well, then I'd have to get a really big house. But <laughs> okay. uh, at this point, plus, you know, I've come to realize mm -hmm. I used to say yes all the time and just figured it out. But I do need to make sure that I'm giving the attention to the ones that I have, especially the seniors. Mm -hmm. And and so I do definitely adopt them out. But I'm, I'm very picky with it. <laughs> I, I interview the, the process is pretty extensive, but this this family is just amazing. Um, they lost their beautiful dog a year ago, and they weren't really ready, but um, they fell madly in love. And I can't even tell you. Oh, that's wonderful. This this life that he's going to have, it makes me he really emotional because. I've seen him at his his worst, and you. This must be so rewarding. <laughs> I I love it. You. I love it, and yeah, it brings joy to people. It brings joy to him, and so, um, you know, I, I just want to keep doing it. So, given thanks for highlighting the network that Los Angeles has, but clearly you're yes. fulfilling a big gap in what, or you're fulfilling a special niche in what's going on in this area. Um, yeah, and I think it's global. I mean, mm. you know, I think that uh, Los Angeles currently has a crisis. Um, it, after the pandemic, uh, you know, during the pandemic, people adopted dogs for companionship. And when things started to get back to normal, <laughs> normal, um, they were like, oh, now I got to get to work. Either they left the dog at home or they don't have time for the dog. And so it, it developed a crisis. It also... There's a burnout with um, vet hospitals, with vets. Uh, it's very hard to keep people under this stress employed. So the prices have skyrocketed, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, people cannot afford the care. Um, Los Angeles and New York are actually two of the most expensive places for vet care. So also, wow. well, we're going to find some solutions for this. And there are, yes. you know, some workarounds for that. But I, I really want to talk to people about, um, you know, it, it, try to let them know that there are other ways. There are other possibilities. You don't have to dump your dog. You don't have to bring your dog to the shelter. Um, there are ways to make it work. And that's generally when I consult with people, they'll give me, okay, this is my situation. You know, how, how can I make this work with the dog? 
and you're a problem solver. <laughs> you're a solutionist. Yes. Behavioralist I, and I like solutionist. That. Solutionist. But <laughs> it, it's mostly finding solutions for the humans because the dogs are pretty perfect. Oh, speaking <laughs> of that, you mentioned that. that yes. The some sometimes people come to you with dogs that they already have also yes. that might have some type of issues and you seem to have a special magic to help them <laughs> and it doesn't involve the dog as much as you would think right well and, and <laughs> so this is what i've learned is that um you know we especially with what we all have collectively gone through our nervous systems are you know we're we're in that fight or flight constantly our cortisol levels are high and of yes. course, that transmits to our animals, all animals. And so when people come, or I've had clients come to me and say, I, I, it just train this dog, hurry up. Like, I, this is what I need this dog to do. Like, can, can you make the dog do a flip? Can, you know, and, and it's just immediately <laughs> I say, okay, now it's training the human. Wow. It's, it's, the dog mm -hmm. doesn't need to do a flip. You, you, so you can true. do no, but so <laughs> I I'm pretty non-traditional in my training is that I take a look at how how the pet guardian's life is, what's causing you stress, what things can you do with your dog, that's that's actually going to calm you down so that this happens. <laughs> Look at this. How beautiful. <laughs> well, he's just he's just a gift, but you know, it's 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 our energy. And and um I'll tell you who has taught me about that is I rescued a horse you were in love with. I have met Lisa. Who who else do you know that's rescued a horse? And actually the horse did not walk when you rescued the he horse. Was, was he was very close to um end of life. Being, yes just because of the the previous care that he had, um, just circumstances. It, it wasn't a person, but it was just a, a you know, cumulative circumstances hmm. over the years that he was in pain. Um, and I fell in love with him. I was on a hike one day and my, I was with my daughter and of course she thinks I'm dramatic and she goes, oh, mom, you do this with every dog and every horse. But he actually brought me to my, I was like, who is that? Like it was like a $3 million horse, but we're talking about uh -huh. like a 27-year-old paint horse with like cuts on him. And wow. So, you know, for me, that's beautiful. Like that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I just, I couldn't get enough of him. I ended up volunteering. Um, and then wow. an opportunity came up where the previous owner said, I, I can't do this anymore. And um, I, I think it was like two seconds I responded and I said, please let me have him. And that's wow. where the journey began. And um, Is this your first horse? Very first horse. Who adopts a horse for the first time? <laughs> well, they're four legs, right? So I'm like, oh, it's just a big dog, right? But That um, may not have much of a life. Like you took he, a chance he, on rehabilitating a horse. And I, I think it's pretty much because I I didn't know. I, I've, I've really learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I was put into a situation where um, I was, I'm at this incredible barn with these very knowledgeable people. And I walked in and I'm like, hi, this is my first horse. And <laughs> it was pretty funny because they're like, oh no. Um, oh geez. So I, I had to actually work very hard to earn their respect. I had to learn about horses. And what Bo has taught me is just to calm down because horses 
Horses can read your heart rate, I think, from four feet away, and they regulate your heart rate. Incredible. So why why do do dogs must, you know, we regulate dogs' heart rates, the same thing. And (gasps) um, and, and Bo definitely Mm. lets me know if I need to, like, be calm, put his ears back, take a breath. He, he calms down. So he's my teacher. Fantastic. Yeah. What makes you tick for animals? I mean, when do you have a recollection when in your life an animal first touched you? Because I know you have a history also of, I've looked at Lisa's resume and it is, I had to basically go to the, just go search up all these acronyms of all <laughs> these different certifications, all these types of programs that you've managed in the green space, yep. in greening corporations and everything. So you did that for some time, but when did animals call to you? Was it recently? Was it after all the greening of these corporations or <laughs> oh, was it as a child? How were it, you captured? Well, it was it was as a child. I, I used to, I, I was a bit of a, I don't know. My my brother called me Monster Leo, if it to give you a little bit of an idea. But my heart was always in the right place. But I would we we lived in Denver, Colorado, and I would walk around our neighborhood looking for dogs to make sure that they dogs, cats. Um, I think it was just dogs and cats. I, nothing bigger, no pigs or. Um, but I would wow. look through and make sure they were okay. And I would actually, when I was like six, I would bring them into my yard. And I, I had like a little farm and then you know, my mom was like, whose animals Who? are they? <laughs> oh my gosh. You corralled, I corralled animals them. from the neighborhood in Denver and, yes, at and, six and years old. Like six or seven. And my mom's like, honey, those are people's animal, you know, pets. And I'm like, well, they were loose or oh. so I think it was a calling. Um also very interesting. My my birth father had several horses. Several horses. Hmm. He's um, he had a big ranch, so I don't know if he didn't raise me, but maybe somehow that kind of passed on I to guess me. So but... the energy of the horses, probably exactly <laughs> knowing yeah. his heart space. <laughs> wow, he's up there saying, "Okay, now I can communicate here. I've got to put a horse in your life." But so hmm. yes, I did that when I was very young, and um, yeah, the corporate space for me, I, I think. I think it may have been the pandemic and having all those Zoom calls. I just was mm-hmm. like, I'm much, I would much rather be with dogs than sitting on Zoom calls from these these endless meetings about kind of about the same thing that we're talking about. And and um, that's when yeah. I decided to open Sweet Pompey's Pet Care. Wonderful, so, yes, Sweet yep. Pompey's. Tell us what what is that name? What what who is oh, Pompey? That, what is well, a Pompey? <laughs> Pompey was my beloved poodle, uh, Pompey. It's kind of where I started in rescue, and I was I was asked to um, just hospice a 14-year-old poodle who had cancer, mammary cancer, who had just had an operation. Wow. And um, I was hmm. like, sure, fine, no, just add it to the pile. But she became very, very special to me. Um, she was given four months to live. She ended up living almost five um, and she was my constant companion. I, at the time, was working mm. in New York City, and I think she had frequent traveler miles because she went on every business you, trip with me. And that's she, amazing. Love that's of my amazing. Life. Yep. You rehabilitated a dog, kind of a, almost like in hospice, 
a yep. hospice type she thing. She was hospice. But on a plane with you. Oh, she went like everywhere. Regular. Oh, and she was just perfect. You just show that, you know, anything is really possible if yep. you put your heart into it's, it. It's love, really. Wow. It's, it's just, I loved her so much. And and um, she, pa she passed about a year ago. And so that's, I wanted to honor her by naming my company. And, and uh, the company that's really beautiful. focused Aww. just on senior care because, you know, many people watch dogs, but seniors have a, a very particular need medication, mm -hmm. um, looking out for signs of heart failure, um, kidney failure, things that you need to look for that are red flags that actually could just, you know, be end of a dog if, you, if you're not paying attention. So I really wanted to focus on the senior dogs. And I, I just had so many amazing clients. And um, I'm, I'm actually really work. honored, like people trust me. Thank you for trusting me. Yes. You know, so I get to just be around all these senior dogs. <laughs> That's beautiful. And you, you're not senior, you're three. <laughs> well, I'm sorry for your loss. And I'm also, in, you know, honored to see what you gained from it by starting this whole enterprise and now a podcast. Yes. Coming yes. up. Um, yes. What, who... Do you expect to tune into this podcast? What are they looking for? Gosh, you know, um, it, it's funny. I I had my hair blown out this morning for the podcast, <laughs> and the the girl that was doing my hair didn't have animals. She didn't have a Did dog. Did not. Oh. And she said, well, "Tell me what it's about," because I'm like, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm launching this, and I, I realized that. The people that want to listen to this don't even have to have an animal because I think it's really about our relationships, how we interact with humans, with dogs. It's it's really about um, our our love, you know, and and um, our relationships with others. So I, of course, no dog, you know, owners will will tune in, but I'm hoping that. People mm -hmm. will get what they need to get out of it Wonderful. by listening, because it's it's just going to be like something that's never been done before. So beautiful. Yep. The thing that's different about it. Do you, would you have a sense for what what are you bringing that's different to this space? In well, pet talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I it's it's certainly not going to be all fluff. That's kind of a joke, but <laughs> um, because I I am very. Ang I know I'm talking about all the positive things, but I am very angry at, at the things that I do see going on, especially with dogs being dumped, abused, um, the shelter system, what it is, lack of support, um, the vet bills that are making it almost impossible to care for your dog. So I'm going to you know, dive deeply into some of these issues, and I, I just don't want to talk about it. I want to take action. So we're going to have conversations with people that can make a difference, people right. that are on the streets that are experiencing it. Um, and I also am going to throw in some live interviews on the leash where I'll okay. go to various areas <laughs> and uh, we'll have conversations. So live on the leash. Live on the leash. Oh, yep. my gosh. And maybe that's... there'll be some celebrity, you know, okay. interviewers. So we'll see. Wonderful. But, um, and then what's going to be a little bit different, too, is I am going to have a meditation and um, we're going to do some breathing as well um, during during the podcast. That's wonderful. <laughs> I wonder what inspired that. Uh, let's say maybe Michael Beckwith. Yes. 
Um, so I've been a member of Agape for 34 years. Um, we sing together in the choir and um, meditation's really everything. It's, 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 it calms you down. It allows access to making better decisions. And so if I'm going to be, you know, communicating all this information, I want people to really have it absorbed. So I will be ending the podcast with a, a very short meditation, um, much like that is really wonderful. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which I love his podcast. It's amazing. And it's been an inspiration for me. It is wonderful. And yes. this is what's special today because we're on video also. Yes. And for those of you who might just be listening for some reason, there is a wonderful <laughs> Angel Gabriel dog here that's just leaning on Lisa's leg, just totally chilling out in a yeah. in a Christmas sweater. <laughs> yes, he is. He's 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 angelic. He really is. You have that special magic. And I happen uh -oh. to know that you might also do retreats on as part of your offerings. Yes, so to so the pet world. Just with the whole everything that I wanted to bring um, is is so I have various. It's going to start in the spring. Mm -hmm. um, we we did have a little bit of a hiccup because of some of the the new virus that's out where we can't bring dogs together at this particular time. But we're hoping to regain um, the retreats in spring, and mm -hmm. it's really the human and your dog, and it consists of cooking classes where you actually learn how to cook organic food for your dog. Which is easier and cheaper than buying store food. That is but fantastic. But it's also like a it's something you can do with your dog. Mm -hmm. um, there's meditation. There's a sound bath, um, breathing. I recently am um, working with a, a breath instructor, a master breath instructor, to to really understand how I can bring this value to the retreat um, and just playtime, like story time and um, just a one or two day retreat. That Beautiful places. Montana and Destination Sedona. places. Yes. Wow. And there will be horses there, so too. So everyone, stay tuned for that. That <laughs> yes. means your podcast, you can actually hook up with Lisa yes. and your animal at some wonderful location on the planet Yes, and meditate with your animal, learn yes. how to cook together. That's beautiful. Yes. And there'll be some, <laughs> some um, you know, various uh, aromatherapy type of situations and some natural remedies that we will be offering to that in in lieu of the pharmaceuticals that you will find in a in a vet office that actually work better. That so, is so looking at natural ways to important. heal heal your dog. I still hear people talk about having lost animals due to the pet food that they use. Yes. All those those scares that come up and how that could be avoided. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you just, it'll be a whole show. I could go talk about this for a long time, but you, if you read the ingredients in, in most dog foods, it's, it's, it's horrible. So yeah, I, I want to change that. And I, I want to bring the awareness to the public. Hence to, the positivity. Yes. Positivity. Positivity <laughs> Unleashed. That's the name of her podcast that yes. is coming up very soon. This is the episode launch episode one yes. today yes. yes would you let us know like when 
are you going to be releasing this podcast? There's some significance. Yes. <laughs> Trying not to get emotional. Um, but I I always try to to do something significant in my life on my mom's birthday. And I lost That's... her so long ago. Mm. I mean, it was a it was a really long time ago. And and I try to, even if I'm not doing something as monumental as a podcast, mm -hmm. but I do try to do something that will honor her memory. Um, so significance Yay. tomorrow, 1221 wow. is her birthday. So 122123, the launch of yes. Positivity Unleashed <laughs> with Lisa McFadden. Yes. Wow. And you, there is so much that this woman has to share with the world about animals. She even has an app that's going to be coming out. Can yes, you tell us about that? I do. So it's called Paws, P-A-W-S, um, and it will be a combination of um, high-frequency music um, as well as um, hmm. <clears throat> using breathing and meditations. And um, basically, uh, to begin with, we're going to work on uh, having this so that a dog and their guardian can do them together. Just to get up in the morning, <laughs> let's let's do a little meditation together and start the day off right. And maybe before training, maybe before a vet visit, a stressful situation. So there are scientifically proven frequencies to actually work with the dog's <laughs> nervous system um, and the humans. Knows. Yes, Gabriel's heard them, so... Yes, they work. So you can prime, you can calm down an animal mm -hmm. before going to the vet or maybe even while Absolutely. at the vet. It yeah. could be played in the vet's office. It could be right. calm down just... the vet also. <laughs> Sometimes you need to calm down the vet. So yes. that could be the case as well. But uh, so the app and and the retreats and so it's just it's just so so much. It's a dream of mine and I'm I'm just so grateful that yes. I get to do it. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. Is this a weekly Thank podcast? Well, how are you going to drop it's, these shows? It's a weekly podcast. It's it's funny. It's, you know, I'm a believer in you see something and and you know with every ounce of your being that it's the right thing to do. Um without a lot of preparation, I'm getting calls from people, can I be on your show? Can so I it's just I'm taking it as a sign and um, yeah, so I have a lot, a lot of information to get out, a lot of interesting shows, um, interesting people. So yes, thank you for to it. unleashing your own passion. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is my it's passion. It's significant. It's, it, it really it's impactful. Is. Well, this has been wonderful. Thank you. Is thank there anything you. else you would like our, our viewers today and listeners in the future to just know about nurturing a dog, about following your heart? I think they're one in the same, mm -hmm. following your heart. I mean, dogs are such pure little souls. I mean, all animals are. And um, we're humans and we have stress and we have situations and, and it sticks in us. A trauma sticks in us. And I, I think in order for us to have the best relationship we can with these, you know, <laughs> otherworldly beings, I yes. think, you know, it, it takes just as though we need to meditate for ourselves. We need to meditate when, when we are interacting with all animals, just so that we're, we can get to their level. <laughs>
So yeah, That's I just lovely. I look forward to learning, um, communicating, and bringing you know very valuable opinions and information to to the public because. I, I can't get a bigger house. So I thought, how can I actually help more dogs? And I'm like, I need to do this so that I can actually help more people. And that that really is my goal. Woo. Congratulations. Yep. You, you are. <laughs> We're saying you did it today by, yes. by launching this today, by this launch episode one. Thank you. It has been delightful to be be asked to do this yes. to help to help spread the word about you. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you're doing. Oh, thank I see you. beautiful things. We know each other. It's singing in yes. the Agape International Choir, but you have a whole nother dimension to unleashing your own voice. Yes. By speaking up for these creatures that they can't get their own podcast, but you can for them. <laughs> but they can star in this podcast. So that's, that's for it. sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. No one else I'd rather have interview me <laughs> for my launch. I, oh. I love Sharon's energy and... Um, just our conversations that we have mm. over the last year and a half and inquire together. So thank you. Thank you for being here. My to honor support to support me. It's my honor to do so. Thank you. And thank everyone. you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel, yes. too. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for tuning in yes. to watching this video, to listening to this podcast. Make sure that you like and subscribe yes. this Thank show you. you can click and share it send it to someone that just loves animals even if they love stuffed animals you know they're sharing <laughs> love with the world so it's exactly. so important yes exactly. it's so important if you resonate with this if you want to learn how to take care of your own self and meditate with Lisa along with animals. If she's making everyone with animals more peaceful, we're all going to be peaceful animals together. So it, it helps the earth. It helps this the way things are right now. Every vibration that we can lift is going to help everybody else. Yes. Michael Beckwith. <laughs> well said. We thank yes. you, Michael Bernard Beckwith. Yes. Thank you, Lisa McFadden, for the work thank that you. you do for this thank launch you. of a whole new dimension of what you do. It's like a beautiful extension after 10 years of all this rescue experience, hospice experience, senior dog care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're we thank you. Everyone, please tune in. Look for Positivity Unleashed by Lisa McFadden on all the major outlets. Yes. We thank you for watching today. Thank you for listening and look forward to seeing you on another episode. I'm Sharon G. Delightfully signing off for today. Thank yes. you, Lisa. Happy holidays and thank you.